guys, and welcome on into this week's episode of Black Girl Brunch. My name is Iman. And I'm Sabria. And uh, Eric, I don't know what you did, but this audio is sounding like real crystal this week. Yeah, it is very crispy. It sounds real like... It sounds like I can't eat it. It sounds like... That's like, what it sounds like. Like a, you bite into a crisp apple? It's like... Yeah. That's what it sounds like. That's crazy. Because I feel like... I feel like... How? What do we do? I, I don't know, though. Like, I feel... Like, if somebody was like, can you host The Quiet Storm? I'd be like, yeah. Quiet Storm. Like, welcome on in. My name is Iman, and today we're going to tune in to Black Girl Brunch. We're going to get real sexy because it's after 10 o'clock. If y'all feel sexy out there, let me know. Don't you feel like it's easy? Like, the vibe? I feel like Janae Aiko tonight. (laughs) Like, I don't know. Maybe the lighting. It's always this lighting. All right. Well, there's that. <laughs> it's not. It's not because of the lighting. So I don't know what's special. Eric, like I ain't do shit different. It's probably we ain't do shit too. different. It's, it's <laughs> yeah, it's like we're lightheaded. That's why everything sounds better. <laughs> this is actually just the heat. Stroke. You know, on Portland, it's like I'm hot. Like it's the heat. Mm. You know I haven't seen that one. <laughs> That's like my favorite. I have to watch it. Um, shouts to everybody who started watching Portlandia <laughs> because we suggested it. Like, honestly, I go to bed to it. It's so funny. Because you can pick up from any episode. Wait, where are you watching it on? Netflix. Oh, it's on Netflix. Yeah, okay. it's on Netflix now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, guys, welcome on in. Thanks for tuning in. Um, how you feeling? I'm feeling better. Same. Um, I didn't know you were feeling bad, though. I wasn't feeling bad. Okay. <laughs> I was like, what was the alternative? I don't know why I said I'm feeling better. I really was not feeling bad. I was like, what happened? What did I miss? Um, but I actually am feeling better because I was I was a crabby patty. I'm so happy. Oh, I'm so happy. <laughs> I'm sorry to you. That's who I want to apologize <laughs> to. Seriously. You didn't do anything to me. No, I did. I made you have to talk to me. And <laughs> when I get into crabby moods, you always just... Allow me to be so. That's what friends are. I'm really, for. I'm really sorry about that. Oh, that's um, okay. Too. Sorry, I exist. Um, <laughs> yesterday I wasn't in a crabby mood, but I was in like a mood where everything was going bad, and I felt like I felt like the world was making a joke out of me. I definitely felt like it was somebody in my house doing something like hot right. and stuff. <laughs> yeah, like miss. Yeah. So um, it's oh, but today. I'm in a better space. I was super productive at work. Mm-hmm. And here we are, ready to do the show. Um, quick update. Um, now you know GoFundMe has messed up because they didn't got Sabria getting rude. And <laughs> I, I me, it doesn't take much, but Sabria it takes a while. But <laughs> allegedly it's coming. Um, there was an error with just the payment. But guys, we promise we will do what we say because that's the type of people we are, the type of people we've always been. And the need in our community, unfortunately, isn't going to go away anytime soon. So when we do our Black Girl Give Back, it will be the right time. Yes, we will let everybody know. And also, um, if any, like, going forward, if anybody knows any other fundraising outlets or if anybody knows how to properly negate Go fund me and could um, like explain it. It would be very helpful, um, you know, for tips and pointers and all that jazz. Period. Um, let's get in to our fade four. So this week for fade four, um, we had a lot of people discussing 
mental health, like, and I think that for some of us, like, it's like, oh, quarantine is old news. Like, we've been doing this since March. Like, it's okay, and honestly, it's really not okay. Um, it This is not old news. Being in the house for the majority of the time, not seeing any of your friends, not doing any of the things you're used to, like mm-hmm. going to work, going to the club, going to the bar, going out to eat, going anywhere, going to the mall is not normal. So even if it's now July and you still feel like, oh, my gosh, my mental health, that's fair. Like, that is fair. I think that we still need to focus on ways to uh, uplift our mental health. So for this week's Faith Four, it's um, four things that we've been doing uh, when we are challenged with uh, quarantining. Everybody knows that I am obsessed with playing The Sims. Um, that has helped me. I talked to Iman uh, about this um, like a few days ago, and I said, I feel like I don't care about like relationship stuff anymore <laughs> like I did because I'm so engulfed with like my simulation families and stuff like that, <laughs> um, which I know it sounds very weird, but um, definitely um, playing that has helped me pass the time because I... Um, have I stopped playing games on my phone? I've stopped. I stopped doing. You stopped playing that. games with these niggas. I start playing play- games <laughs> with the Sims. Well, yeah, exactly. I started being on my Xbox and my computer, and I'm loving it. I'm having fun. I always say this. Number two, I don't know how many times I have to say this. YouTube, hunty. Um, YouTube is such a great. Um, you know. Obviously, with all social media, there's going to be a bunch of bullshit, you know, um, st- uh, you know, going around. But when you weed out all the bullshit, you get mm-hmm. to see, like, you know, the exciting parts. I love watching people talk on YouTube, talk about how, um, you know, how they've done certain things, giving tips on how you can do things, giving reviews on stuff. Also, um, a friend of the show Ryan, who um, I pronounce as Rain, um, <laughs> has a YouTube channel. Yes. And she is so funny. So funny. Um, I watched uh, her YouTube video, um, the one, oh my gosh, I forgot the name of it, but it was about um, Bring It On and, oh my gosh, what was she comparing Bring It On to? I think it was Parasite. I'm not wrong, but yeah, <laughs> it was like, so funny. <laughs> it was so, like, it was what? so it, but it makes sense, you know. But um, <laughs> yeah, so um, I just love seeing people, you know, be creative and also people just sharing knowledge that really um, makes me excited. Mm-hmm. Also, another thing <laughs> I recently did, um, I really don't talk about it. Because it's so, I feel like it's so weird calling yourself an artist. Mm. Um, but I did in the past make stuff like, um, I guess you would call like still life pieces, which um, I would like to be in a gallery eventually one day um, as like installation pieces. Um, but um, I got back into making stuff. Um, and I'm really trying to like focus in on that and like think of like what's the next thing to do, what's the next thing to do. Um, I don't know what the next step will be after that, but I just feel like it's just better to just make stuff instead of, you know, think about 
what's next after that? Because that's how you get like, um, also, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I agree. <laughs> also, another thing is getting in touch with people that I have fell out of touch with. Mm. Um, uh, like, uh, I think it was like last, was it last month? Um, we had FaceTime, me and mm-hmm. Iman had FaceTime with one of our good Judy's, Davina, who lives in New York, and just talking to, uh, you know, her via FaceTime, us, it was just very fun. Yeah, and, it was um, like old times. I felt like I was back in high school talking yeah, on a three-way. Exactly. It was, like, very fun. And, like, with work and stuff, it gets so hard to keep up with, like, everybody. And um, so now I feel like I have more time to, you know, talk to people that I may have fell out of touch with. And there's still more people that I definitely couldn't get more in touch with. You know, sometimes, like, I just get really overwhelmed with um, social tasks. Um, but, um, yeah, I like that, like, getting in touch with people that I, like, fell out of touch with. Because for real, for real, I don't want no beef with nobody. I don't want no beef with nobody. Unless you a turf, fuck you. <laughs> I'm going fuck. But, um... Is a turf a cop? A turf, basically. A turf is a, a feminist, is a radical feminist that excludes trans women. Oh, what? Yeah. What's the point of existing? Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, basically they are cops. But, yeah, um, gender police. Yeah, I'm going to say they're trying to police. <laughs> and If you will. So, and, like, yeah. who the fuck are you? Just because you have long armpit hair don't mean you get to tell other people what to do. <laughs> Fucking weirdos. So, like. Like, you and your Birkenstocks can walk out of my life. <laughs> Period. So I don't give a fuck. Like, if you, I don't want no beef with nobody unless you fucking turf. If you don't identify with turf, if you just transphobic, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. But. Trip walk on out my life. Exactly. But anybody in general, I don't want to have beef. I want to be on good terms with people. And I want to let people know where they stand, you know? Mm hmm. No, that's definitely. um, All those tips were really, really great. Um, for me, I have on my list, uh, the first thing is walking and stretching. Like, I know that it's so much pressure to want to, um, to have to work out and to stay fit, especially if you're someone who, like, just is better in the gym. But honestly, every time, everything you do for your fitness doesn't have to be intense. Like, it doesn't have to be like, oh, yeah, like, you in the house jumping up and down and shit. Like, I just don't have it in me to do that in my apartment. I just don't want to do it at home. Like, I don't have a lot of workout equipment. But nothing stops me every morning before I hop in, on to work. I just get my yoga mat out. I light an incense. I turn on some Chloe and Holly. And I practice doing a split. And I practice, like, just opening up my hamstrings and doing happy baby and upward dog and downward dog. And it's no rhyme or rhyme or, or reason or any, there's no method. Sorry. There's no method to my madness. I just do whatever I feel like my body wants. And it, it really just helps me um, loosen up. And when I go to jump on the computer for work, I feel like I didn't just go straight from the bed to the desk. Like I did a little bit of something to kind of get my blood flowing and get my mind right. And stretching is just so good for your muscles. Also, um, like again, with just the laid back workouts, taking a walk, like I've discovered so many cool things in my neighborhood recently from walking. So if you have the ability to walk and if you feel safe and if it's not too hot I definitely suggest doing that with um someone also they're saying this uh 
this is less likely to spread um, when you're outside. So if you're in if you're in a location where cases are like if you're in a yellow phase like us and you can meet a few people, you can do like a social distance and walk. Like that's mm-hmm. just a good way to kind of meet up with a friend. Um, next, like eating outside, like I. Me and Sabria, we had, like, a donut outside session a few weeks ago. Um, Me and my cousin, we went to this uh, rooftop park, and we ordered food. And on Saturday, I went to my mom's backyard, and um, we grilled. So it's just nice to take your food outside and eat somewhere, having a little picnic. Again, if you're in the yellow phase like we are, and you can have someone else join you, but not if not, like, having a picnic is so cool. And I'm I'm really stressed out a lot of times. Sometimes I want to do something. I just don't want to be in a house, but I don't know what I want to do. There's nothing wrong with taking your dinner and eating it on the steps like or eating it on the porch, eating it in the park. There's nothing wrong with that. Beware of bugs. Um, wow, I haven't heard fireworks in some time, but here they are. <laughs> um, third for me is cooking. Um, I use, I feel like I'm a pretty good cook and I enjoy what I eat, but I don't necessarily think that I enjoy cooking. But like there's something therapeutic about just chopping your food and preparing your own meal and nourishing your own body. And quarantine That's has, so true. Yeah, quarantine has really, really um made me feel like I don't have a lot of control. But controlling what I eat and how I eat it and how I make it does give me a sense of control. So I feel like cooking um, for me has really, really become an actual enjoyable thing. And finally, like when I'm stressed about this all, I take a moment and I just think about how everyone in the world is going through this right now. And honestly, that makes me feel better because usually when I'm going through something, It's just me. It's me alone. And I'm not saying nobody else has ever been through it, but I'm in that moment. I don't know other people are going through it. But right now, we this is a universally fucked up situation. So it's nothing wrong with just taking a moment when you feel overwhelmed and just thinking about that. How like we are all in this together. Um, we are all going to have to figure this out together. And it's 100% okay to be stressed because like Sabrina and I was saying earlier, like right now we're staying in, but for many of us, we're stressed about returning back to work. Because what will that look like for our safety? We know um, that there are a lot of people who don't want to wear their mask. And especially for customer service folks, you have to then double down, not only as, like, your job. But now you got to be a CDC representative instructing people and about security, public safety. And a security and guard. And a security guard um, talking to people about public safety and public health. Like, it's just, it's just ridiculous. So just kind of ground yourself in understanding that if you're upset, you have a right to be upset mm-hmm. right now. Like, this is this is a pandemic. Some people have lived their whole life without uh, seeing a pandemic. And this is just, this is different. This yeah, because, really like, I went to Rite Aid yesterday, and, you know, I saw, like, workers, like, well, they don't, I guess they don't have to wear their uniform anymore. Um, and, like, they were, like, on, visibly on their phones and, like, leaning on stuff. And I'm like, you know, but they have every right because they probably get fucking tired. Yeah, like, please. And I just was like, the shift in, like, work, like, how everything looks is, like, so different now. 
And no. like I'm obviously I'm not gonna say nothing because I'm like I they are essential workers. No, so but I do have a problem. Like today, like when I was getting my curbside delivery, like somebody was all up in my um was all up in the people's face with no mask on, and I'm oh, like, yeah, put your fucking mask on. Yeah, and then, that's like you feel confrontational, but it's like at the end of the day, the moment you come outside and you take your mask down and start talking in people's face, you're violent. Yo, if we have any listeners. Don't do that shit. Like, please don't do yeah. it. Don't be up in people's face because guess what? If you ask me, you have every right to get slapped where the mask should be if you don't have it on because now you're risking my safety. People are dying from this. People with no pre-existing health conditions. People yep. with pre-existing health conditions. It doesn't matter. If you think, oh, I got a decent chance of beating this, I don't really, I'm going to be careless. So what? Somebody in your family can, can pass away or worse you could give it to a complete stranger like just do what you have to do wear your mask when you're in public spaces it's not that hard it really is not that hard like oh my god i don't know what's wrong with people um but moving on to our next segment we're going to get into toast for a six and this week we want to give a toast uh to little miss flint because her birthday just passed shout out to our girl she has been heavy on the social justice scene for years get flint some clean fucking water right now exactly and it's a shame that she literally had she had to do this she felt like she had she had to be an activist she had to be an activist from childhood and it's just it is ridiculous that she has to do this, but it is amazing because I know nobody's forcing her to do this. Yeah, it's just it's in her heart. It's just yep. in her heart to like create. It's just I follow her on Instagram or I check in on her on Instagram, and I could just see she is so passionate about clean water, something that should be a necessity. Exactly. I mean, something that should just be available to everyone, a necessity that should be available to everyone. I'm sorry, guys. I'm really tired tonight. Prepare for some crazy word jumbo. <laughs> Also, speaking of Jumbo, um, <laughs> shout out to Ayana, um, a good, good sis, good, good friend oh of the God. show who just launched her website, Extra Jumbo. Per. Um, and I looked at it on my computer and looked at it on my phone, and it is absolutely stunning. She's an amazing artist. She's an amazing She's fucking artist. hilarious. Hilarious. The at, duality, honey. At Big Old Fleet. On uh, Twitter, which is my favorite name. Um, (laughs) Big old fleet. (laughs) But, yeah, so, yes, check that out. Support a a black artist. And if you feeling real generous. Purchase. Yes, like, drop that. Drop that coin. Yes, no, seriously. Like, it's just some mutuals. Like, you just start having Instagram (laughs) and Twitter followers that you speak to every day. And it's just crazy that you start to, like, learn about each other, especially us, because we'll be having, like, I'll laugh at a meme, and next thing you know, I'll just be asking questions about her life and vice versa. (laughs) But I'm actually really nosy. When I say, and it's like, I don't do nothing with the information. I just, like, knowing what's going on in people's life. Ask Sabria. Sabria don't even know I be knowing about people. Yeah, I'm always surprised when she'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm I'm like, what? Like, I was just talking to Tamara the other day, and she was telling me how she's (laughs) studying for this test, really important test. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, I just like to know. I just want to know what you're studying for. What are you doing? Like, what? <laughs> Big old fleet. <laughs> All right. Get into this tea time. All right, real quick. I do have a random question for you. If you had a favorite segment for Black Girl Brunch, which one would it be? What's your favorite segment? 
Damn, that's a tough one. I know. I'll put I you would, on the spot. I would probably have to say, um, probably common senses. Okay, I knew you was gonna say that. For me, it's it's tea time and common senses. Like, um, when I'm the best version of myself, it's common senses. I feel like me too. But when I'm messy, it's tea time. <laughs> So 80% of the time is tea time. I feel like also sometimes with tea time, I feel like you be knowing more stuff that's going on than I do. So sometimes when I see stuff on the outline, I'm like, I had no idea this was happening. And you know what's funny? I update the outline all throughout the week. I see, I, I see it. Cause so it's like as soon as I see something, I'm like, I don't even know what's going on with this yet, but I see it and I'm going to learn more. And I started just putting stuff in my bookmarks. Yeah, that's that's the way to do it because in one week, so much new, you get so much news. So much. So Because like, even mm. like when we decided on what was going to be the topic, I was like, oh, wait, also this. Yeah, and it developed. But that was pretty cool how that development of common sense has happened. I'm so excited to get to it. Okay, for now tea time um and first y'all better put a little bit of respect on aretha franklin's name okay because the biopic y'all know black people love them (laughs) is coming starring none other than not holly berry but jennifer hudson (laughs) and the reason why we said that is because aretha god god rest her soul said that she wanted holly bear holly berry to play it that was grand delusion. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, you said grand delusion. I've never was. heard that before. So no, seriously, because the thing is, we gotta look at ourselves in the mirror and know when we big bone. And, and even, there's nothing wrong with and it. And even when she was thin, she, she still was still big bone. She still wasn't giving her. That's like me. Like the, the, number one, y'all don't look like. Two, when you not small and you say you want small people to play you, then it makes it seem like you're not happy with who you are. Yeah, that was weird. That's like if I was like, I want like fucking um, <laughs> Marseille Martin to play me. Why? <laughs> She's petite. <laughs> Yeah, like what? No, I'm like, can y'all just go find y'all? Go find us a, a let's go find us a, a tall girl. The only person that can play me is Cupcake. That's so funny. But she, but she, I think she's taller than me. That's but y'all, yeah, y'all definitely, yeah. For me, it would be I don't know. I feel like the people who look like me aren't tall, <laughs> and the people who are tall don't look like me. Oh yeah, like Harry Washington. Yeah, or um, that woman from The Secret Life of Bees. Oh yeah. But I will, um if Megan Thee Stallion needs somebody to play her, like I can, I can <laughs> yeah, get I some like, liposuction, and there we are. I feel like you could play Megan Thee Stallion. I would love to. That would be. I feel like I would study. I'm like, <laughs> do I get an Oscar? They'd be like, <laughs> I'm like, wow, no Oscar, racist. Oscar so racist. <laughs> oh my god, that year was hell for me. No, and things have gone been going downhill ever since. <laughs> I'm like, who gives a like y'all really just want damn just say y'all want to yes massa fuck by the oscars i want the award massa damn Ooh. my whole thing is i used to dream as a kid of winning an oscar or grammy and i would like cry in the mirror and stuff and now <laughs> I, I would feel like i would feel like a uh, shuck and jaw shuck and jaw oh, oh shuck and jaw shuck and jaw oh shuck and jaw if i showed up <laughs> fucking be like, i don't think everybody especially god and like my family like no i would be like y'all good is what i deserve i'll be holding back tears hard as shit maybe veins in my neck i like <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, it's no big deal. Uh, <laughs> thanks to the academy, I guess. 
But Jennifer J. Hud is going to play Aretha Franklin. And Sabrina and I, we watched the trailer for the biopic. And child, Aretha, I mean, Jennifer Hudson is giving us body. She's giving us voice. And honestly, Jennifer Hudson was just made to play divas. Like, she, she was just made was. to do it. And she's actually singing herself. Mm-hmm. Do you know how amazing you got to be to actually just, if you know how people do biopics and they, like, Got to do voiceovers and stuff like Not her. She got the pipes, honey. Oh, she got the pipes. And also, I think I saw Mary J. Blige in that clip. Was it? Yeah. Probably did. Yeah, I did. I 100% saw <laughs> I Mary was J. definitely going, without even, like, the receipts, <laughs> I was going to believe it. Oh, yeah, she did. She's the one who told her she wasn't going to be shit if she sold, <laughs> didn't sell more albums. She did say that. In short, she did. <laughs> she did she say that. Said, who, who the fuck are you? She said, you have four records and ain't no number one hits. Yeah. You got to sell it, baby. Yeah. AKA ain't. what every black woman says in a biopic at one point. She ain't got no hits. She ain't um, shit. Damn. Marlon Wayans is as, as <laughs> in there, too. I didn't. Apparently, that's uh, he playing whoever Aretha's man was or I don't know. There was. Did she have kids? Yeah, she had a child when she was 12. Oh. And she was a preacher's child. So you know she uh, she kept it she kept her her that stuff a secret because she didn't want people knowing oh, about her kid. But don't you miss back in the day when you could keep stuff like that a secret? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Nowadays, internet be like na 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 they will find shit out. Inspector Gadget as niggas. That's crazy. Was that the Inspector Gadget theme song? Yeah. Okay. Go, go. <laughs> Honestly, like these today, they will find that shit out. Do you hear me? So just uh, one. She just had one. No, I think she had more than one kid, but that was her first one at twelve. I think she had a few kids. I think. Uh-huh. I think Aretha was dropping them babies. Um. Also, we just want to give a shout out to the little girl who plays young Aretha Franklin. I'm a fan, been a fan for like at least yes. two years at this point. Her name is Sky Dakota oh, Turner. Oh, she had four kids. Sorry. Okay. Um, her name is Sky Dakota Turner. Um, she's like this beautiful little girl, and she can sing her ass yes. off. Do oh y'all hear? Like, you know how kids be singing and you just be smiling because you go, like, "Oh, that's cute that they know that song." No, she right? Was, she had the pipe. She honey. can sing. Like I said, a lot of these, a lot of these new R and B girls should be embarrassed from how that little girl can sing. I'm sorry. She's on some Whitney Houston in the making type stuff. Dusting these bitches. Okay. So I'm just so excited because I saw her on Instagram singing at people's weddings a year ago. Now she's doing the Aretha Franklin biopic. She's on, she's on Broadway. I'm just, her future is so bright. So shouts to Sky. Next, let's get into this Jada in August. Alcina um, information. So I said information. And this story is still developing because she still didn't go on Red Table. So. Yeah, that's like we talked a little bit about it last week um, because it was like it was fresh. It was fresh for us. It was fresh news. Um, and August Alcina pretty much revealed that he was in an entire relationship with Jada Pinkett. And, you know, Sabrina and I was like, all right, <laughs> August, like, come on now, stop. Yeah, it ain't that big of a deal. But then. The storm of jokes came from the internet, and then Jada decided to say, um, there's some healing that needs to happen, so I'm bringing myself to the red table. I don't know what that means, and how come the healing has happened now that August (laughs) puts you on the spot for being a big freak? But also, like, 
She's not wrong. Sometimes you need to bring yourself to the red table. I mean, you do, but why <laughs> wait until somebody call you out to bring yourself? You've been, yeah. you, it's your red table. You could have got it at it anytime you wanted. That's crazy. It's this like whole, you've been forced to, to heal. Yeah. Like, what is going on in this world? Like, what is happening this year? Yeah, and I, I just want to know, like, because people started bringing up old videos of her and Will, and Will was had this one video and was like, I just can't make you happy. And he was, like, smiling, but it looks like he was about to fucking cry, bro. <laughs> I don't like that. Yeah, That's I don't like so that either. He was like, there's nothing I can do to make Jada happy. So I said, <laughs> you go out in the world and you do whatever you got to do to be happy. And he was like, she was just looking. Oh, my God. And then Jada was like, I don't care if you got to be on this side of this joker and I got to be on that side of this joker, but we going to be in this joker together. And her mom was like, which I don't understand. <laughs> so I think Jada had been telling on herself for a while now. <laughs> and we just so... thought that she meant, like, I don't care if you got to work work it out on this side of the house and I got to work it out on that side of the house we still gonna come back but what she actually meant is I don't care if you gotta go deal <laughs> with it and I gotta fuck August Alcina we still married that is so and then <laughs> like August did say something about them transitioning from a marriage to a life partnership what yeah this is wild. Yeah, so I'm I'm sorry. When I tell y'all, I'm going to be tuned into that Red Table Talk. I don't even use Facebook. Well, let me get up in that bitch. <laughs> that is so crazy. But, like, also, what I didn't like is every everybody always got to write a fucking think piece. We ain't even get all the pe- puzzle pieces, but y'all, here y'all go projecting because somebody didn't text you back in 2016 and me. you heard about that. I'm like, cool, you're fucking jet. It's okay to not. <laughs> It's okay to receive information, you know, make a little jokey joke here. But, like, y'all really being like, and that's why Jada is an abuser. And stuff. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Also, bro. another thing that needs to be said, just because relationships and okay, his, obviously his feelings are very hurt. Understandable. It is a messy-ass situation. But this situation aside in general, I feel like people need to realize that all relationships ending and stuff is not bad. No. It's not bad. And just because something ended doesn't mean that somebody did something bad to you. Yeah. Like, there's plenty of people. Like, for instance, I always joke about it all the time. That boy that knocked my fucking socks off, that was my friends with benefits. He messaged me one day and was like, I think whatever we're doing, we should, like, you know, end it. And I was like, damn, now I got to just find some... Try to, you know, find some good dick out here. But I wasn't, like, till this day, I'm not hurt about it. Like, He didn't I do joke, anything wrong. He didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. He didn't do anything wrong. He just felt like it wasn't it wasn't for him anymore, which, you know, I definitely understood. So I just was like, okay, like, you know, and, like, the only reason why I was hurt is because niggas don't be, like, fucking good like that. But <laughs> that's besides the point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that is besides the point. It is. It but, really is not. The, the point of the matter is, even I don't like it, but I accept it. Exactly. There's so many times that, like, me and somebody, like, you know, we stop talking or something, but I'm like, this person didn't do anything to me. I might talk a little shit about him, but I'm like, you know, 
it's you know that's what you do when you know you know sometimes you like you feel like damn I'm sorry as shit, but yeah, but you it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. And like when you look at it, it's like this person didn't do anything wrong, and people need to start seeing it. Like it's not and like honestly, like, like we are talking about it, but it isn't our business. Exactly to be making all these calls. People be I hate this is like crazy to me. Right, we're making up scenarios and we're joking and we're lighthearted, whatever, but. For me, there is a stark difference between what we're doing and when people be like, yeah, um, Jada knew uh, uh, August was this and that's why she manipulated him. And then that led you don't know what is happening. You don't know what's happening. Like, you're not inside of this relationship. How are you going to just deliver all these emotions? And people, yes, I'm like, stop projecting. Like, that's very weird. To me, that people project so much. I'm over it. Like, can y'all please stop? Like you said, just because you didn't get one text back don't mean this is Jada Pinkett's fault. Yeah, we have to know. And you know what? We could be wrong after this. It could be entirely her fault because the way it's looking is looking weird as shit. But it's just like, you know, let somebody somebody speak first. And and the thing is... She's taking accountability. And she says she's going to speak. So just everyone, like you said, cool your jets and just wait a second for her to talk. I will be tuned in. It's funny because I usually just watch clips of Red Table Talk. The only other time I watch the full episode is when uh, Jordan Woods... Was on because I wanted oh, to. Oh yeah, I didn't watch that though, but I saw clips of it. Um. All right, moving on in to Lizzo. So Lizzo, I want to say allegedly, but I believe everything she says. She says she was kicked out of her rental property earlier. She uh put. Sorry, I just saw everything that um. I saw everything August Alcina said. Y'all, please go look at August Alcina post addressing this. When I tell you that John was seven. He wrote a four-page letter. I'm like, I just, I just cannot. But um, anyway, back to Lizzo. She uploaded a picture of her uh, clapping her ass into the camera, and she said, "This is for the man that kicked me out of my seven-day rental three days early yesterday. This is for mocking the way that I dance and for using Instagram footage of me and my six black homegirls to say that we would." hurt him, and threatened to call the police. I know you're watching my page, so I just want you to know that you can't stop this black girl's shine. Thanks for kicking us out, because the house, this house is way better. XOXO. So apparently Lizzo got kicked out. My thing is, like, what could they have been doing to make, to make them get kicked out? Like, having too much fun? That does not seem like... That doesn't seem far-fetched to me. And if you saw the picture of Lizzo and her homegirls, why would you threaten to call the police on them? Like The way white people moving right now, I definitely if they believe were, it. I mean, I'm assuming this person was white, but it's just crazy. You know what's sad? We didn't even have evidence that the person was white. I just, but I, just I don't think you're wrong. I think that that person was white. Because who the fuck else does that? Like, whenever, like, the thing is, kicking somebody out the property, I'm like, oh, that could be anybody. But when you add the element of calling the police, I'm like, that's one type of person. <laughs> and we all know who it is. That's they fucking road dogs. Man, did you see this video? It was, like, this white guy in a store. And I guess alleged the, the copy 
attached to the video said that a woman asked him to put his mask on. And he got all upset. So a man intervened. He's like, I feel threatened. He was like screaming in the guys that he faced that he felt threatened. He was like, back off. <laughs> I'm like, how do you feel threatened? Are you You're screaming? the only one screaming. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with them. It's literally something psychologically wrong with I them. I see these videos of white people on social media, and I'm like, keep them far away from me. Because I don't know what I would do. Like, this one lady was painting over Black Lives Matter. Oh, yeah, I saw that. In the fucking heat. But it was funny For because free. she was painting over Black Lives Matter, the Black Lives Matter paint, but she was just, she was tracing the letters. <laughs> so instead of painting over it, she just made a yellow sign black. I'm like... Yeah. This is how dumb these niggas are. <laughs> they out in the sun pretty much changing the font. That's all you're doing. You're not covering it. Because you really want to cover you just pour paint all over it. And then just like, you know, splish, splash. But she was literally tracing the letters. So I'm like, okay, so you just made yellow letters black. And she's like, you keep that shit in New York. Did you hear what she said? <laughs> she's like, you keep that shit in New York. No. <laughs> I'm like, um, and then the next day it was repainted back to where it was because that's what life is right now. So I'm just like, yeah, I, I just can't. It, and she had that long ass skirt on. Long ass skirt <laughs> with that red old navy t shirt, American flag t shirt that we all had when we was we all were forced to wear when we were seven. Like, bruh. Weirdo. About to have a heat stroke for racism. That's crazy. This is insane. So they hate us that fucking much. So bad. And then every time you ask them to stop being racist, they're like, get out of here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no. I won't. <laughs> you get out of here. That's the real problem. Go, if, I swear to God, I wouldn't be here if you weren't here. <laughs> I'd be happier if you didn't exist. Like, come on. They're like, come on, get out of here. Yeah, you fucking creeps. But uh, I feel very bad for Lizzo. I feel like Lizzo is just, like, attacked for so many reasons. And so I'm many. tired of it. And she just can't be happy in peace. She just want to have fun. They be like, no, there's a size limit to having fun. That's really how y'all do. I'm tired of it. Shouts to Lizzo. Um, moving on, and this is, like, honestly, just a... I didn't like the way the story made me feel. Made me feel. Um, Thandy Newton... Was just saying that, and when, I agree. Before you say anything, <laughs> let's be very clear. She's right, and these um, are facts. <laughs> so, Thandi Newton said that Tom Cruise made her uncomfortable on the set of Mission Impossible Two, a movie that they filmed and like the 2000s um i don't really know much about mission impossible besides the fact that white people love it um <laughs> and they really go crazy like i don't know how many mission impossibles it is i think it's like seven or eight my whole thing is how is the mission impossible if y'all keep doing it is it gotta be possible they should just call it mission quite possible <laughs> mission historically has been possible <laughs> The mission has been proven to be possible. Like, am I wrong? Is it an impossible mission? Like, like all, because my dad be watching some of them. Of course, men, I'm sorry. Instead of just saying white people love it, I should say men love it. Mission and impossible. all I know about Mission Impossible is dun, 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 dun. I thought that was James Bond. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, yeah, that is. But it's the same concept, like, yeah. you know, being lowered down where um, the fucking, <laughs> like, lasers. Yes. And, like, dun. 
dun, dun. And they always in an art museum. It's like, why do so yeah. much, like, I'm sorry, art museums be, don't be the the scene for a lot of chaos, chaos in real life. But in movies, they always the like set. Still paint, like, it's only a few people that want to still paint. It's me, m- myself included, maybe Solange, and, like, some other people. Like, you definitely know, definitely Jay-Z. And, like, some, like, yeah, like, like rich celebrities mm-hmm. and, like, people who want to take art back. Like, it's really, it's, I feel like it's very few of us because, for one, if you steal art and you, you sell, sell it, it, then they're it's going like, <laughs> It's like, so um, I want to say this to Mona Lisa real quick. Like, people going to know you stole it. Soon as you have art that is supposed to be, like, yes, yeah, it's just, like, so easily trackable. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Thandy uh, Newton said that, <laughs> she told Vulture, this is like, weird. like everybody knows Tom Cruise is frightening, just to look at. He is so spooky. And when he was jumping and acting a fool on Oprah's couch, that scared me as a kid. But uh, Stanley Newton told Vulture um, that she was so scared of Tom <laughs> while working on the movie. Me too. Um, she said he was a very dominant individual. He tries super hard to be a nice person, but the pressure, he takes on a lot. And I think he has this sense that only he can do everything as best as it can be done. Um, and she was just saying that, like, he was frustrated with the scene the two of them were shooting, and he was trying his best to, like, be nice about it. That makes me so uncomfortable because I know that type of person. You know, y'all ever, like... like, I'm not mad. <laughs> they're like... Or they, like, they'll hit something, they'll be like, damn it. I mean... <sighs> I'm sorry. I'm not angry at you. I'm angry at this. And you're like... Why do you feel like you're the only person here? Like I'm trying my best. Feel like to... I'm just, I'm just, I'm just fucked right now. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> she said he gets so frustrated. What happened to try and explain? Um, that um, explain that he goes. Let me just, let's just do it. Let's just rehearse on camera. So we rehearsed and they recorded it, and then he goes, "I'll be you, you be me." So it's just like he—he's like trying to control every single. I don't like it. Part of it, and she said that she was so tender and sensitive, um, and she said if it was me now, I would want to go and, and go, hey. I'd be it. You wouldn't need to play me, and I play you in the balcony. I don't know, but she's just saying that. If she could do it her way, she would be. If she was who she was now, she would be more firm. Mm-hmm. But back then, in the early two thousands, she just was a little bit more like sensitive, and I can identify with that. Like we, I know how I was at my first job when someone gave me feedback, versus how I am now mm-hmm. when someone gives me feedback, and it's because I'm more sure of myself. But you gotta think about it as a black woman in a probably predominantly white space, what that might have felt like. Mm-hmm. Especially, he just. He just, he's all teeth, and he just, I just feel like when he emotes, like, you know in cartoons, like, somebody's head jump back and, like, their body's still there? Kind of like a um, a fucking uh, jack-in-a-box. I just feel like there is a such thing as being too intense, and he's he embodies too intense, it. And, like, I just will not stop until he's ended. I what just... am I doing to stop him? <laughs> Don't know. <laughs> but... Yeah. You're you're on the list. Remember um what I learned about Tom Cruise front tooth being completely Yeah, scrunched? that's what I said he all teeth. Yeah, that's that was really that changed the game. He for me oh you mind you didn't talk about the pimple thing. Cause I was actually purposely trying not to. Um but thanks for bringing it up. 
because that's so that's key. That's a key detail to why oh he gosh. is. Let me. Can I? Evil. I just want to find a direct quote because, like, you know, sometimes you know <laughs> people they scare you for different reasons, right? Some uh, people they scare you because you feel like they're bullies, and sometimes <laughs> people scare you because you feel like they're demons. Mm-hmm. And. So wait a second. And Thandie Newton, she was saying <laughs> she was saying that she recalled during one particular stressful night on filming, uh, Tom Cruise began to develop a pimple so massive that she couldn't look away. She said it was growing and it was like the zit was me, just getting bigger and bigger. But what was scary is that she said that it manifested throughout the day. Whereas you know how sometimes, like, it take a, like, if you feel yourself breaking out, it take a few days to show. But she said with Tom Cruise, it, it, was, a, it was getting bigger, like, by the hour on scene. And she was watching it just get bigger and bigger and bigger. And that, that added to her fear of him because she felt like he was getting so stressed that it was, like, all coming together. And that is... To me, a demon quality. Yeah. That's why I'm afraid of Tom Cruise as well. Because I just, I feel like he do crazy shit to you when he get mad. Mm-hmm. Like, he like, give me that neck. <laughs> you like, what? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> or he headbutts you. He'd be like, sorry. you be like, I can't see. He's like, we some headbusters. Yeah. Or like, he do that thing where he slide his finger across his neck like he going to cut shit. you be like, what? <laughs> He like that means I love you. You like no, I don't. He's like I'm watching you cunt. I feel like you can't jump Tom Cruise either. Yeah, because I feel like he only goes grows stronger from more pain. Yeah, <laughs> I can't. Um, I'm out to get him. If anyone can arrest him, that'd be cool. Uh, moving <laughs> on to Young Thug. Young Thug. Uh, he was mad at uh, Pusha T. So apparently, um, Pusha T was taking shots at Drake on an unreleased track for Pop Smoke's like deluxe album. Haven't listened to that album yet, but I'm so excited to listen to it because I heard that it was like wild energ- energizing. Like I want to listen to Pop Smoke's new album. Um, but Young Thug took his, to his stories as these rappers tend to do. And he said, I don't respect that Pusha T verse on the song with me and Gunna because I don't have nothing to do with your beef, nor does Gunna. And if I knew that was about him, I would have made changes on our behalf. This rapper shit, so gay. <laughs> um, that sounds like something I would say. Like, they can say anything. They really do. And it's like you participating by taking to your stories. And if you really thought it was a quote-unquote bitch move to, to, you know, talk about Drake, then you should have went to push your teeth directly. Why are you Y'all going to the story? niggas need to go back to building houses because... The way y'all act is y'all don't know how to control your emotions. Despicable. Don't know how to control your emotions. And Pusha T, y'all know he Pusha T love getting these bitches together. Let's talk about that. He do. They don't call him Pusha T for no reason. Yes. Like he really spills the it. house mother. He said, "A young thug, couple things. Don't feel bad. Nobody knew what the verse was about." 
The label heads that stopped it didn't even know. They only assumed because he told them. The same way he told about the Ross Maybach 6 verse. And if he'll tell record executives about rap verses, God only knows what he'll tell. I don't believe, I don't deal in police work, police rappers, or police niggas. Two, Young Thug, you were the last verse added to the song, and that's only because I requested you. Three, and most important, Young Thug, I just so we're clear, I would never look or need your respect for what it is I bring to this game. And finally, he said, Stephen Victor, I demand you take me off the deluxe Pop Smoke album to avoid any confusion that might take away from this amazing body of work. Okay, so let's get into this read. Um, first things first, he called Drake a cop. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's, to me, the most profound thing here because... <laughs> Push let Pusha T tell it. Drake be like, he talking about me. And it's like he so he said that Drake told the executives what was going on. If he did, that is so ill. I really me. oh my gosh. And it's also That is so ill. That's very disgusting. Like, yo, and also this is what rap is. Rap is taking shots and coming for people this and other, but also Pusha T said it was an assumption. So you don't even know if I was talking about him or not, but you just assume. Like, how Young Thug gonna get mad, like, because somebody talking about Drake? Like, so what? It's not, it's it's his verse. You can't control what he talk about on his verse. And then that second part about Young Thug, you were the last verse because I requested you. That's fucked up. How somebody requests <laughs> you on a verse and now you talking shit about them? Oh, I ain't know this. I know that. It's like what you niggas have too much of is audacity. And I know Pusha T really is not perfect. I'll never forget him using that picture of Whitney Houston's coffee table for his album cover. I honestly will never forget that. That shit was so weird. It was corny. But what I will say is that he has been one of my favorite rappers since the clips. Okay? He really has been because I really be like, huh? And I see people be like, oh, Pusha T ain't even that decent. How about just say you don't know rap unless it's, you know, come on your Pandora station. Because if you really knew rap, you would know that Pusha T was, is absolutely and he, he's really he's really good. And yeah, he's been really, really good for a very long time. Because you've really been listening to him because you know me. I be listening to niggas that be like how about Like, honestly, Pusha T was part of what happened to that boy. And, like, y'all niggas acting like he just came out yesterday. Yeah. Y'all was banging his shit on the lunchroom table. And now everybody acting like, oh, Pusha T ain't this, Pusha T ain't that. Pusha T at least married the woman he had a baby with. Let's start there. And you niggas need to learn to do the same instead of nothing in these random girls. How about that? (laughs) How about that? How about that? <laughs> yeah, they um yeah, I think the disrespect towards him was weird. I don't I don't like it and I also feel like these niggas is on Drake dick because he's popular. Like, that's what it is. They are ain't because he, he popular and pretty. Y'all niggas is very it's giving. <laughs> it's definitely I'm not even gonna elaborate. <laughs> it's just giving. That's all. It's definitely given. And I'm tired of it. Like, I'm we so get tired it. of it. Y'all want your Canadian trade. Yeah. He's not like, even trade, but, like, let's, that's a discussion for I'm another so time. I'm so tired of Like, and the thing is, Drake really, really, really was hot in his kid, and y'all wasn't mad about that, but yet y'all want to be all to up To me, that's shit. weird. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no more. Pusha T got got him all the way together. Like, how you gonna talk about you ain't like this when you were requested to be on a verse? 
Like, mm-hmm. if you don't sit your ass, da- happy ass down somewhere. <laughs> um, and the thing is, even though, you know, I do like Young Thug, he always be so ready to, like, get smart with somebody. He so, he love getting smart with somebody. And that's why I really can't do Leo men like that. But he is oh, like. Oh, he a Leo. Yes. Oh. Yeah. He that's be embarrassing. So, he be so ready to be like, clock, the house down, boops. Like, he just so, so, like, he's be ready to read. Like, and I'm just like, okay, like, calm down. He got cool. Because, <laughs> honey, like, if you want to read. He we got, got a bunch of material. He got cooties. I'm over it. Weird. He weird. And that's coming from somebody who I actually like Young Thug as an artist. The thing with Young Thug is when he be making them noises, he be doing his thing. Like, I will admit that, but... <laughs> I heard a video of him talking, and he sound like... I don't know. He changed his voice, Sabrina. Did you ever hear him talk for real, for real? Yeah, I've heard him talk. No, like, remember that one video about when he, he was mad about his girlfriend? He was like, that shit ain't my phone. I don't, I don't care about that shit, no. Never like, don't. I love that video. Right? Yeah. I thought that's how he talked. I thought that's how he talked. And I found a video of him the other day when he was like, in essence, I really figured it out. And it was like, he was talking very clear. I've never seen it. That's really scary. I will me. find it. Um, Please do. Because Karina was like, you ever heard Young Thug talk? I said, yeah, he sounds dumb. And she was like, no, 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 no. In the video, he was like, and then that's when we started the project, and I couldn't really realize no. it. I'm like, why you sound like a project manager all of a that's sudden? That's so weird. I can't imagine him sounding like that, because every time I've heard him talk, he always sound like... I lie to you not. We heard this thing, and I was... I was this nigga sound like his name was Gilbert. No, I don't like that. The story of that video... <laughs> That's but a lot. I'm I'm starting to realize a lot of these niggas be lying about their voices. I don't like that. Y'all better Twenty One Savage. I really don't think that's his voice either. You don't think so? No. Uh, you know that. I. You know I said I was starting to hear the English accent a little bit in his rap. But Iman, you, <laughs> you are somebody that is a different case. Wow. I don't know how to take that. Um. No, I feel like Twenty One Savage. Is no, he English. Not. But first of all, he moved here when he was young, when he was younger. Eleven, eleven. Right? So, mm, you might have I feel like there. that accent was made. <laughs> I feel like he probably was about to get his ass beat, and he probably was watching videos of Big Boy. It was like, all right, let me talk like this. Sorry. <laughs> he probably was like, all right, Gucci Mane. <laughs> all right, um, no. Ti. He probably was watching ATL on repeat. Trying to figure out how to get his accent together. Young Savage, like, traffic so hard. Young Thug said, anyway, I bring to the table that uh, is scary an to extensive me history never, of project management. I don't like that. I didn't like it either. I, I really was afraid. Um, I'm going to send it to you. His real name Jeffrey, right? Yeah. Okay, the Jeffrey jumped out. <laughs> the Jeffrey jumped out. Is these your keys? I got my hands on yes. them. Yes. You really jiggling my keys over there. <laughs> without, I was about to say, without my consent, but that's not. <laughs> I'm okay. sorry. I'm sorry. So, um, breakups and break-ins. So, Remy Ma and Papoose are expecting a baby. Congrats to them. Baby number three for them? 
together too. Oh, okay, cool. They have kids. Papoose has a son, I think, and Remy Ma has a son. Okay, then they I just think. had their baby girl. So yeah. this is baby number two. Yeah, for I'm happy. Remy's just living her life and staying out of trouble, which is what I want. She just yeah. seems so happy. And I actually heard their song, Black Love. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I heard Remy and Papoose's song, Black Love, and it was really, really beautiful. We oh, really? Listen. It wasn't that bad? No, it was. But you got to think about it. They're both phenomenal rappers. That's really true. Because like, I never forget, like, Papoose's verse in the Touch It remix. He fucked it up. He did. So Everybody came through with that one. Yeah. I want to touch it. She said, Mary J. Blige, I can't handle my biz. <laughs> She said, I prefer the kids. <laughs> Touch chip, bring it back. She said, get low, bus. Nah. Remember that, yo, they need to make videos like that where, like, all right, um, Mary J. Blige was wearing all one color. Papoose was wearing all I one color. That. Like, come on. Nobody do stuff gang, like that. Gang, in this bitch. Miko, I don't know why I just said it. Me neither, but I definitely felt, felt like it was appropriate. I feel like Mikos was doing it a little bit when they first they came out. Like, are right, you wear the red puffer coat. I wear the blue puffer coat. You wear the yellow puffer coat. <laughs> Love that. I love that. I love Lisa. matching, but different colors. They bring that back. Yeah, or like when Destiny Child and like if they all wore like army fatigue, like Kelly would wear the pants, Beyonce would wear the skirt. Y'all niggas some bitches. Michelle would wear the capris. Y'all not doing it how y'all used to do. No, like because nobody wants to coordinate. Everybody want to be an individual. Like just stop. Do it for the team. Um, but yes, congratulations to them. Uh, Winnie Harlow has a new baby boy. Sorry, new boo. Yeah, like, yeah sorry. sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, yeah, shout out to her, her gay ass nigga. His name's Kyle Kuz- Kuzmas. <laughs> He's a Laker. And they've been touching and filling up with each other. Yes. But I don't know, because Winnie Harlow, so stay, she was doing the same thing with Wiz. So sometimes I feel like... No, but they they item. Really, yeah, because oh, I, I saw the other day, I went to his page, and I saw it on her page. So they really are item. She's so fine. They took a picture together. She know. pretty as shit. Shout out to the, you know, the girls that rocking with the gay boyfriends. Honestly, at this point, like, why not? Per. Or actually, it's more preferable. <laughs> and that's on... As it used Her. to be a time when I was a kid because I didn't know any better. Like, if a guy was any type of feminine, I would be like, I don't know. But now I'm like, no, this is the best person to start a life with. Period. A person who's in touch with their feminine side, who is just, like, here for me. Like, I need that energy. Sorry. I don't know why I want to, just want to stop oh you from doing God. it. You were like, controller. Controller. <laughs> I really did not. I was, like, shocked. I was like. I was spinning a chair at Elon. That's I just stopped it from spinning. Yeah. And I don't know why. Like it really didn't bother me. <laughs> but you always diddling around over there. I you know. can never just sit. I'm sorry. Look at me. You done with ADG now, you know me. <laughs> I'm really sitting here with my foot planted and look at look how my leg crossed. I can't sit still. I really can't. Listen. I really it's okay. Can't. I used to shake my leg. I broke out you of know why I be shaking my leg. Yeah. Actually, at nighttime, I be shaking the bed, like, <laughs> to go to sleep. I be, like, vibrating in the bed. It's weird. It's weird. <laughs> I broke out of that habit, and now I just got to, you know. Usain Bolt had a baby. Um, Her oh, name yeah, he is did. Olympia Lightning Bolt. 
So cute. That is adorable. This baby is so damn precious. But I think it's so funny that Olympic Olympians have named all their kids Olympia. Yeah, <laughs> like um Serena. Yeah, but I don't. It's her. I think her first name is Alexis, or is it, oh yeah, it is Alexis. And they call Olympia. her Olympia. Yeah. Uh-huh. But that is beautiful. Olympia is a beautiful that name. That is such an adorable name. Yeah, the thing is, you can't Tinka-tinka. You can't name your child Olympia if you don't run fast, though. Period. Because that's just crazy. Because I feel like um, my child, my children <laughs> might, like, um, what's the word? Excuse me. Inherit my muscle memory. So I'm like, I don't want to do that. Like, I know I'm not <laughs> fast. I'm not going to assume yeah. they could be. Same, honey. Child. I'm really not a fast person unless I'm scared. You know me. <laughs> Yo, we be out when we be scared. Child. <laughs> that is insane. Um, all right, that's it. Next, we getting into the sunken place, and I hate to do it. I hate it had to be you. <laughs> I hate it had to be her. I never in all my days. <laughs> oh my never, days. Oh my days. I never. <laughs> oh god. Somebody I need to lay down. Um, Holly Berry. Uh uh, yeah, she... Sunken, 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 you've been... <laughs> Sis took to her Instagram and started talking about how she was going to play a trans man in an upcoming movie. And she goes, it's a character where the woman is a trans character. So she's a woman that transitioned into a man. She's a character in a project I love that I might be doing. Also, misgendering the person. How you mis... Hella misgendering on the beat. She said that she wanted to take a deep dive into the world, likely referring to the trans community. Shut the fuck up, sissy. <laughs> however, Barry, it says, however, Barry faced backlash online after misgendering the character multiple times in the interview. So she then had to apologize. So that happened on Friday, but the internet grinded her ass up so bad by Monday. She said, as a cisgender woman, I now understand that I should not have con- considered the role, and now the transgender community should under- how the transgender community should undeniably have the opportunity to tell their own stories. Here's my thing. It shouldn't have took for anyone to tell you that. If you go... This those days are over, right? I yep. feel like back in the day, a lot of people like when Angelina Jolie played that black woman, when Jared Leto played that trans woman, and Dallas Buyers Club, uh, when people made these crazy, crazy, crazy transitions to test their range of acting, that you cannot use real people to test your range of acting, mm-hmm. right? Now, yep. it's when you play the crackhead, we got it. Because that's not who you are in real life. And yeah. it does take a lot of range to to then channel somebody with addiction. Mm-hmm. You do have to become a different person. But when we have... I have never seen a trans man, an out trans man in a role. Correct me if you have. No. So when, I've, I've only seen somebody that's non-binary. They are... You know that show Ballers? Yes. Yeah, there's a non-binary character oh, okay. there, um, and they're a bit on, like, the masculine side, but that's it. But they don't identify as a man. Um, but I have not seen—I'm trying to think. I don't. I have not seen an out trans man um, act—oh, um, Cher's son, Chaz Bono, was in American Horror Story, but he was just playing it. Like, he was, his, that wasn't a part of his character, like, being right. trans. 
And also, um, I did see, and again, not part of the character, but uh, there was this di- uh, director, and he starred in his uh, documentary about his brother being killed. Um, but that's not the same because it was just a trans man telling his story on a documentary. Yeah. Right? That's obviously very important because I think this documentary went on to win like a a bunch of awards and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But that is not the same about someone intentionally highlighting the challenges uh, of a trans man. Mm -hmm. That's just like if something like fucking... Um, a black man wanted to play who Laverne Cox was and uh, Orange is the New Black. Yeah, and the no. only... So, with that, and this was only because... Cause, so, Laverne Cox is a twin. Right. Um, and mm-hmm. her twin um, um, is... Uh, not. I don't think he's cisgender, but he identifies with, you know, um, ma- like, masculine. He played her... Went like pre transitioned in like the flashbacks. Yes, which but is even very convenient. That's very convenient. But also, I feel as though even if she didn't have a twin, she probably would have played that exactly, role. exactly. And also, it's just like you take away from the challenges when you don't let a trans men tell their own story. You wanted to take a deep dive into a community because you think being trans is a project. It's not. And it's just like, it's so telling. How people just describe, it's so telling. And I know, honestly, in all my heart, that Holly Perry probably was ignorant. She didn't mean no harm. But this is what we have. No matter, trans people and trans and supporters of trans people in our life, we have been so loud about how the representation is not there, mm-hmm. practically screaming to the top of our lungs. Mm-hmm. But it's so frustrating to know that even though we had all these conversations and you feel like you're constantly repeating information and that's played out, you don't need to tell that point anymore. As soon as there is a one opportunity, who do they pick to play the opportunity? Like, how do you not understand how frustrating that is? Yeah. And it's like, what do you know? And also... You cannot play the rate at what trans people are being killed. A black trans man just was murdered. Uh, Tony McDale. That was his last name, right? Mm-hmm. He just, you know, was murdered by the police. And it's like, um, you cannot play somebody. I'm trying to figure out what I'm trying to say. You cannot play a trans person um, because you don't know their struggle and also, you're not as um, at risk, as much risk as they are, you know? So it's just like, And you what can do go you get know? another opportunity. You can Holly get, Berry? It, because the opportunities are going to be always there for you. They're not always there no. for a trans man. No, and that, when, could change, that could change his life. When I was in college, I um, want my thesis, which I still would like to um, work on, I have a character that's a trans man, and for... The table read, I wanted, I was very adamant about finding a trans man to play my character. I was very adamant. And my school was like, the best we can do for you is a butch lesbian. I was so upset. Not the same. I was so upset and trying to explain to them that it is not the same thing. But we had to go through this book 
and like pick out people to read and stuff and like that was all you know only person I had to work with but I was working on like a smaller scale there's no way in hell if I had like set resources and like you know could do more research and on such a big scale would I fucking pick Holly Berry and I know Holly Berry was just excited to like have a buzz cut and be like and also it's like um what the fuck was I gonna say I forgot what were we why would you play that yeah why would you do it and also what people need to start doing is give something to somebody else when you see the opportunity when somebody gives you opportunity and you feel like you don't fit it give it to somebody else mm-hmm. for instance like some when the whole pandemic and stuff started happening um people went on on my block was bringing food to um the house um houses on my block and my family would be like we don't need this like we are you know fortunate enough to be able to get our own things yep. we can afford it now right now um, you know, everybody has, like, an income in the house. So um, my uh, dad took it to his um, siblings who aren't doing so well right exactly. now. Exactly. So it's just, like, people need to have that same mentality. It's like, well, this isn't for me. And I feel like people in Hollywood are so... So everything's a challenge. Every, yeah, everything's, everything's a, an opportunity a, a to challenge. push themselves. And they get so excited, and they don't think about any... Even if they are, you know... Uh, quote unquote a nice person they don't think of things outside of themselves and they don't want to do research outside of you know um, what's challenging for them and I feel like that is that needs to stop and I'm glad that I didn't even know this was going on I didn't even know this was going on until like yesterday Mm. Um, but I'm glad that people um, you know dragged her and she did have a great response Yeah, but um Still definitely need to be in the sunken place, I feel. Yeah, and, like, honestly, Holly Berry is absolutely one of my favorite actresses. Anything she's in, I want to watch. I love her. think she's beautiful, phenomenal, and generally minds her business. She's not very loud. All she do is have babies and then fight for custody of them. That's (coughs) all she does. Like, she doesn't harm anyone. So I still love her, but it's just, you know, we people have to do better, and... I think that she is a great model of what to do. Like, don't don't just stand in this role just because it was offered to you. Like, you have the power to say, okay, while that may that should have been common sense for me, it simply wasn't. I understand now. I have been educated. I'm giving this role up, and I'm going to let someone who deserves to tell their story tell it. Also, it's like that is very... Um like dangerous to have a cis woman play a trans man because other cis people will think, oh, they will keep on equating trans men to women. women. Yeah. No, that's a good point. So that's a good point. It that speaks is, to the whole it speak oh God. That's, trust I think me, that is probably the most important point. Trust me, I have talked to trans men. They trans men and cis men, one same niggas be <laughs> All niggas be lying. Oh, you know how my co- now yeah. you know my co- <laughs> he, he what my, my- yo, I'm sorry. <laughs> he, my cousin, a definitely a dog, is a fucking dog. And my- everybody has. I feel like that's the equality that we yeah. we, we need. So Everybody's my, my, a dog. My cousin is a trans man, and when I tell you, when I be talking to him, the shit that comes out his mouth. 
the stuff that he, he the way All he came he out, think came, about is bitches. <laughs> the way he came at me was crazy. And he still be asking about you. He be like, where are you from with the fat ass? I'm like, her name is Sabria. <laughs> <laughs> he be like, um, anyway, I'll talk to you later. So nothing. Every day I see my cousin without a mask, he comes up to me and be like, sup, Monty, where you going? You want to smoke some weed? So any. Where the bitch is at? <laughs> Exactly. Definitely nothing feminine <laughs> at no, all. It's not the same. It's not the same. So that and exactly why when you know um, cis men play trans women, that's very dangerous as well because and again it, people because cis people you know think the world revolves around them and has this idea that, oh, like, this person is, you know, playing dress-up or this yeah. person is doing... Because when people see, like, they're acting, it's a form of, you know, dress-up. And do you know how many times I have to correct my family for accidentally saying she this and she that and she this, even though they absolutely, like, call my cousin, like, their new name and stuff like that. But it's it's just so hard because... It's so hard because that's something Holly Berry won't understand. How can she portray that on screen when she has never had to go through that before? Like, she has never had to just forgive her mom for accidentally misgendering her, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, no, it's just so many things you don't know. So many things. It's not as simple as getting a buzz cut and wearing, like, looking like Eminem from 8 Mile. Like, it's just not, it's just not enough. Um, so, yeah, shouts to her for learning. Hopefully other people will learn, too, and do better. Um, moving on into common senses, right? And I know this is going to sound real crazy coming from us because we just talked about other people's business, <laughs> technically, right? We did. We talked about other folks' business. We talked about uh, August and Jada. We talked about we, – we, we call it Young Thug, all types of names. Um, we just came down on Holly Berry. But it's all to draw – a bigger conclusion, right? Mm-hmm. And this is the public's business, right? Mm-hmm. They put that shit out there. We pay their salary. We get to use their lives as examples. That's just what that's <laughs> that's the cost we pay for being. That's the cost they pay for being rich, and that's the privilege we get for being poor. We get to talk about them and their mm-hmm. lives. And honestly, if I could trade off being in their position for some money, you could talk about my what I choose to share. You could absolutely do that. Um, but we do have to talk about how sometimes people be given insight where it's not needed, it's not necessary, and nobody asks. And they're crossing the line. And it's a few examples, right? For one, if you are not part of a group, right, and you hear you see a discussion, whether it's happening in person or online, if you see a discussion happening between black women about black issues and you are not a black woman. You need to mind your business instead of black women's business, mm-hmm. right? If me, when I see gay men on the internet talking about problems within their community, do I read it because I'm nosy and it's public information? Absolutely. But I don't fix my fingers to type a thing. Period. I don't fix my mouth to say a thing. Because I'm like, this isn't my, I don't know. This isn't my business. Yeah. I wouldn't do it. If you see black people talking about the problems within the black community, what's kitchen table talk, what's tech quote unquote locker room talk, and you are not a black person, you don't then get to go, well, yeah, my one manager, she had a weave. Do you, are you black? No. It's that of black people's business. Exactly. That's the end of it. Exactly. 
that's how it goes. Point blank in a period. I don't understand why people feel so comfortable and jumping in shit that they don't know about. Like, um, what prompted this was, so Kylie Jenner wore a dress by a black designer, and she didn't tag the designer. Corny, yes. But is it the hill to die on? Yeah. Don't really think so. Um, so she wore the dress, and the designer obviously recognized that it was her dress. She posted in her story. She was excited. This is a big deal. Um, you know, somebody with a lot of follows and stuff is wearing her dress. So, um, which means, you know, you know, more revenue for her. Right. And also, not to clap for the KKK, but the fact that she bought the dress and didn't steal it. That's growth. That's growth. I will say that. Very shocked about that. Mm-hmm. Anywho, um, some white makeup artists who I see on Twitter a lot um, putting her nose in black women business. But I ain't say nothing because I'm not that type of person. But anyway, <laughs> she made a big post, made a big deal, and was like, Hailey Jenner did not tag this black designer. She's this and the third, blah, blah, blah. Well, everybody in quarantine is not much to do. Kylie Jenner saw the post. She retweeted it and said, that's a reach. I would never do something like this, blah, blah, blah. But then she put in her, Kylie Jenner put in her story, like, who the dress was by, whatever. And everybody's like, yes, bullying works, this and third, blah, blah, blah. Do you understand, for that black designer, that is embarrassing. Yeah. She told people to chill out. She recognized her dress. She was excited about that. She put the she put the proof that it was her dress on her story. That was it. Yeah. She did not want anybody starting all this stuff. And that is embarrassing. That makes it look like that she probably like was sicking like people on, you yeah. know, somebody that is, that is not look right. And I feel like some Ollie's, um, like uh one of uh, my mutuals, a listener, listener to the show, um, Amina, said that some of these Ollie's just want to see a chaos yeah. in the black community, so you cannot trust them. Mm-hmm. And that is very true because a lot of them just want to disguise themselves as Ollie's and they get a little bit too comfortable. And they get a little, and they think they can say certain things, and nobody will clock them on it because, oh, they're Ollie. Because even myself, sometimes I gotta catch myself because I even ever since I was a kid, I have been in the gay community, mm-hmm. like ever since I was a kid. And the, when I used to blog, when I used to be like a faceless blogger, people thought that I was a gay man because the way I talk. But some stuff I'm like, <laughs> some stuff I'm like, you know, let me tread lightly on, not get too comfortable because you know it's just not my place to say things, say something on Ab- X, Y, and Z. Absolutely. And people just need to know their place. And I feel like some of these allies, allies, whatever, get way too comfortable, um, and they, you know, use their allyship as a shield. To not be called out on something. Yeah. And. It's like, I fall for you. I can't be racist. Exactly. So I can't be harmful. She said, and y'all are speaking over black people. It's per, and more particularly, you're speaking over black women. Y'all always speak over us, no matter fucking what. The girl said, relax. Mm-hmm. 
it's done. It's okay. She didn't tag me. She was okay with it. And sometimes, like, honestly, as a designer, people will wear something by, like, Gucci or something like that, and they just wear it, and that's it. But as a designer, you notice it, and you share it, and you don't want to burn a bridge. Because regardless of how you feel about a Kardashian or anything else, when you're just trying to get exposure, you are just trying to get exposure. That's it. Like, that's it. You want to keep your hands clean. You don't want to burn no bridges, especially with someone like the Kardashian where unfortunately them wearing your stuff can change your life overnight. Exactly. Like I don't like it, but Tokyo Styles, like she um I've been following Tokyo excuse me, Tokyo Styles yeah. since before she had celebrity clients. When she was doing regular old hood bitches hair. Mm-hmm. And that when she started doing Kylie Jenner's hair Shit changed. Yeah. And now the price went up. The price went up. And now she was able to fully transition, mm-hmm. live her truth. And, yep. you know, that's beautiful. And I would never, you know, be like, oh, she shouldn't know. Like, what the fuck do I look like? Saying? It's fucking hard out here, especially for a black trans woman. Exactly. So, um, I was about to say, shit changed for her. Yeah, that's when she got Cardi on the payroll, too. Exactly. And now that's who her the main person that she does here, um, you know. But you, y'all are not listening to black women. No, and also it's just this, this wanting to, the sisterhood that black women have with each other is not, it, you can't get in it if you're not a black woman. Exactly, and, that's on per. And I was just telling, and it, you know what? It's a, it's not all beautiful. It's not all kiki in. Like, we have a lot that we go through. The most beautiful thing we probably have is our sisterhood with each other. That's something that's untouchable. Yet, like, that's the, I feel like when people see that, they just feel like they want it so bad. They want the warmth. They want the love. They want this and the other. And then they start getting in our business. Like, I was telling this earlier, um, when I used to, when I was in college, I had this job, right? And this is back when I used to wear, like, straight weaves and stuff like that. And, like, sew-ins. And I, it was windy as fuck outside, and my hair wasn't blended right. Like, my hair was sticking up. So when I came inside my job, a black girl was like, oh, your track showing. And she kind of, like, fixed my hair for me. And I was like, thank you. Like, you know, don't have me walk around here with my track showing. And Sabria has done that to me many of times. Like, oh, this is showing or that is showing. Or, like, we'll adjust each other's hair. It's just something that you do. Like, every black girl has probably had a moment where it's like, oh, let me fix that for you. Anyway, it was done in front of this white girl. And later in the day, she was like, um, wait, your track show. And when she, I'm like, you don't say track. You don't, you do not correct me. You don't talk to me about my hair. You don't ask no questions. And I'm like, the only reason why you're saying this is because you saw that very cute and cozy interaction with me and that other black girl earlier. Do you look black? No. So you don't get a chance to have this, you know, exchange with me. And I just felt so offended. Like, and at the time I had no, I didn't know why. I just felt like it was embarrassing her saying like, oh, check your, and I'm like, no. When you say it, I feel dirty. But when she said it, it was like, because black women know that happens from time to time. Mm-hmm. It's it's just different. And I'm like, you don't get to talk about my hair. You don't get to talk about my flaws because it just hit different coming from you. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, even if hey, she's like, oh, your track, like, your track showing. I'm like, you, I just was like, when I tell you, I was just staring at her. That's all. I was just looking at her. I was so, like, it was beyond me. 
I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't. And that's just a perfect example of how you just stay. I don't talk to white women about their hair. I don't. I don't notice the difference. They come up to you and start talking about their hair. They come up to you and they be like, I got to wash it every day. I can't. I don't know nothing about your hair, bro. I don't I, know nothing don't about care. it. I don't know. I, I don't wash my hair every day. We just have different biology. <laughs> so I got to, we got different biology and different we got brains. different hair and different different skin. It's like and honestly working in the beauty industry, I have had to learn a little bit more about their hair and stuff like that, like what it means to have dry and oily hair and washing every day and what it means to be sunburnt, all these things I don't know about. But even <laughs> how that when they're sharing that information, I don't go, oh, you're a little red, hun, on your chest. You're red. Because I know that, like, it's going to be different coming from, I don't, I don't have that happen. Yeah. So it's like, I More stay, do I, care. I stay out of white people business. I do. You need to stay out of black people business. That's exactly. just how Especially it goes. And it's like, the main thing to me is, I feel like a lot of people, like, Minding black people business, and also you minding black women business. Mm. Like for instance, how everybody was pocket watching the girl who just bought a Tesla. First of all, mind your business. Mm-hmm. For one, let her be great. The thing is, none of the conversations were um, productive, and nobody was talking about. Like I can halfway see if somebody was talking about capitalism and stuff like. But honestly, when you're buying a car, it's hard to be ethical. It's hard to be ethical when you're buying a car. And how you going to talk about capitalism when, <laughs> like, if somebody is, it's, it's their car. It's they, their car. Exactly. So I, that's the thing. No, I the, That conversation would have been annoying anyway, but I'm like, oh, I could have. At least, at least like, you're trying to bring something, make sense of something. But the stuff that people were saying was just pure hatred. Like, first of all, people saying stuff like, and people did it with a black woman who gave birth, who, um, her partner bought her um, a bunch of luxury handbags up to the hospital. Um, first of all, black women are high risk for pregnancy. So it is very, it's, um, she's very lucky to be alive. So she should be able to get whatever the fuck she wants. Yeah. Um, and you carry one. this man's child and you for nine months gained all this weight and could have died on the table. Get that woman whatever she wants. Exactly. So... People was pocket watching her and pocket watching a girl with a Tesla, and y'all saying stuff like, "Oh, you better head it in your savings, something in your savings account, blah blah blah." This and the third, y'all are speaking from your own experience. You're acting like people have one source of income. Everybody don't have your money. Everybody don't. Exactly. Believe it or not, some people are financially stable enough to have a fine, fantastic saving account and buy what they want. I know it's hard to imagine. It's hard for me to imagine too, but. It's not your. How can you look at a man showering his his a woman that just brought his child into the world and go, that's too much. That's too material. Focus on your own pocket. Mind your own business and mind your own pockets. Like it really. I just can't imagine. Now let me tell y'all. I know people who do crazy shit with their money. I really do. When I tell y'all it don't matter to me because at the end of the day, my bills are still in my name. 
That's all that matters to me. Her. That's all that matters to me is trying to get myself ahead. And best believe, when I start to buy money, spend my money on what I want to spend it on, whether that's giving it all the way, which I or I plan to do with most of it, or buying myself a home, or taking care of myself, or going on vacation, no one better not have shit to say about it because no one had anything to say when I was struggling. People only have something to say about how you spend your money when you're spending it to reward yourself. But nobody have nothing to say about how you're spending your money when you're trying to cut corners uh, to save and to make ends meet for yourself. No one has anything to say then. Nope. It is ridiculous. It truly, truly is. So mind your business because as soon as you mind somebody else, smack cam, you're going to look the fuck stupid. You are. It's okay. It's okay. And if you're going to be nosy, just be reading it and don't say nothing. Do you know how, how passionate you got to be about somebody else's money? Not only to just read it and think something negative, but to actually sit down and write and go word for word about what they do with their money? That is weird. That is strange. That is so weird. I never, th- when I see shit like that, I be like, how can I get on? Y'all yeah. hiring wherever you work. Or, What's going on? You mm-hmm. you hiring? Or that that's what I want my man to do. Make sure you treat me. Push presents are a thing. You should get people push presents. They only brought your child into the world. That's huge. Period. And also people be, and everybody does not have your work ethic. No. Some people really be on that type time that they don't go to sleep. Nope. And listen, that's their business. It really is. Live your little simple life. Get your get your baby mom a, a <laughs> headache for having a baby because that's what half y'all do anyway. Let let the real men get gifts <laughs> and build houses from the ground up. Yes, and build cars and computers. Y'all, what the fuck? I wish the fuck and the nigga that got me pregnant would be under another woman's suite. That is sick and twisted. Build yeah. a fucking house. And they, but it makes me so sad to know how materialistic. It's like that's what's making you sad. It makes me Not sad. Your wife. Imagine carrying your son nine months and he grow up to be under another woman's tweets, minding her business. It's the audacity for me. It definitely is. That it's shit so alone, the thought alone makes me fucking sick. It do. Child. I don't like that. When I say I'm so sleepy, I feel like my eyes is rolling in this chair. Yeah, I can't wait something. You know, go into the ear. Oh, I forgot I got water ice at home. Oh, what kind of water ice you got? My dad got cherry and pineapple, but I don't know about the pineapple one. Pineapple's so good. Really, I should try I it. I love pineapple water ice. I was kind of mad he didn't get lemon. He was like, I like pineapple. He was like, you trying to use mind control on me? I was like, no. Scorpios, man, y'all. Yeah, like, damn. I just said I like <laughs> lemon water ice. I didn't say anything about controlling you to get it. Damn. It be really going from zero to 100 with them. It really do. It really do. But, um, yeah, guys, thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode of Black Girl Brunch. You can follow me on Instagram at it's Imam Matei. Follow me on Twitter at it's Matei. It's Bria. At Frankenfem underscore on Twitter and it's Frankenfem on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram at Black Girl Brunch. Follow us on Twitter at BLK Girl Brunch. Also, feel free to email us some questions at blackgirlbrunch at gmail.com. Email the motherfucking questions. We have been nice. We have been nice. But tonight, I'm... Uh, wow. Okay. Well, you guys are getting super angry. You better send some emails. 
Um, but yeah, that make sure you uh, let us know what you think about this week's episode. Send those ratings and reviews. Haven't reminded you guys to do that in a while, but you guys are still doing it. We read them. We appreciate it. We love it. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Um, you guys have a good one. We're out. Bye. Peace.